0: This is Feed, Play, Love, a podcast especially for the parents and carers of small children. I'm your host, Siobhan Hunt. Over the years, I've spoken to some really interesting people about parenting, and this next interview is one from our collection. I hope you enjoy it. Whining. It's the dark side of parenting. You love your children, but whining must be one of the most irritating things that kids can do. Danielle Jans is a childcare manager with the Benevolent Society, and she's here to help us overcome whining. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Hi,
1: Siobhan. But I don't want to talk about whining. I want to talk about chocolate
0: cake. Now stop that, Danielle. (laughs) You're not allowed to do it. You're an adult. I've got it's to ask, annoying. though, can whining be age-defined? Because I was thinking about this. No. Well, my, <laughs> my toddler can have a tantrum and cry, but I feel like whining is something that older kids do. Like, they really know what they want and what they're doing. Is that? Do you think that's right when it comes to whining? Look, in, on, in all honesty... I think anyone can whine no matter what their age. I've heard adults that whine
1: quite professionally. <laughs> um, and you can, you can have children who are, who are toddlers who whine too. Now, look, having said that, um, there, there are some cases where it's really easy to see why a child may be whingy or whining. Are they overtired? Are they hungry? Um, and if you're able to, to tap into that and you know what it is as a parent because you know your children really well, it's, it's great to say to them, you know what, you're really tired. It's been a really big day today and I'm right here with you. And just saying what's going on for them often takes that whinging and whining out because you've given them the connection that they're seeking.
0: And I've got to say that sometimes whining can be a little bit alarming because my daughter at one point was whining... Um, I don't know if you could say this, but she had a sore lip, and it was—I mean, it was mild. It wasn't like she'd split it open and blood was everywhere. Mm. But the way she was um, expressing herself, I thought that somebody had taken a razor to her mouth, which wasn't the case, you know. Um, so, actually, saying something like, "In that case, look, I know your lip hurts. That's terrible." Is that what you mean by acknowledging what they're whining about? Absolutely, absolutely, but. Having said that, often,
1: so if we think about whining, is just a child's way of letting us know that they want a connection.
0: So if rather than attention-seeking, if you think about it as connection-seeking. And can it be also about them feeling a little bit powerless? Look, often, often it can. Usually whinging or whining or, or any of that sort of stuff, if there's
1: not a reason, as in overtired or hungry, of course, um, it's often because it's worked before. Children are very, very good at working out what works to get my needs met. And if whining has worked previously, then they work out really quickly, I just need to stick at it and eventually I'll get what I want. And that's so either that... you or that's you and what it is I'm whining
0: about. So does that, mean that, um, <laughs> does that mean that giving in is the worst possible thing you can do as a parent when your child whines? Because I've got to say, if you're in the middle of dinner... And they're whining about food and there's part of your brain thinking, well, they could be legitimately hungry because dinner's a little bit late or, you know, it's dinner time and you just sneak, sneak them a little, I don't know, savoury cracker. Is is that, you know, is that where you go? Mm-mm, shouldn't be doing that. As soon as you acknowledge, you encourage. Damn it. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear, Danielle.
1: In this particular case. Now, it... You know, if, if you do know that it is because they're hungry, then, of course, tend to that and, and say to them, you know what, you're, you're really hungry, I can see that. Dinner's been late because we got caught up doing X, Y, Z. Let them know that that's what, what has happened and they, they will get the reassurance from you, oh, you get it, you understand where I'm coming from. And often that's enough them to have that connection moment with you, and for them to get the feedback that you understand what's
0: happening for them. Listen, I did read somewhere that I thought was a little bit shocking. Um, it suggested that taping your child whining and then playing playing it back to them was a good way to show them how annoying it was. <laughs> Is that just a bit over the top? I mean, I... well, let's, so if
1: you think about that in terms of yourself, if you're having a moment and someone goes, "Let me just get that. I'm just going to get this on film." <laughs> Great. I'm just going to play it back to you to show you just how bad it was.
0: <laughs> it's probably not going to make you feel great. That's is it? Sh- that's shocking. Look, Danielle, I really appreciate you talking to us. It was a very succinct, tight one there. I know that that we can all take away that advice. And this afternoon, we'll stop all the whining. Danielle, thank you so much <laughs> for your time today. <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks, Siobhan. Thank you. That's Danielle Jens. She's a childcare manager with the Benevolent Society. And if you have a friend who's struggling with this, this issue, remember all our stories are online this afternoon and you can share it through email or your Facebook. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch